what's happening? This is Vontae the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie. What up? I'm Will Gill. We are Hip Hop Review Podcast, and we'll be checking out all the latest hip hop albums dropping. We'll be reviewing some of our favorite classics, too. We'll let you know what's hot, what's not. That way you know what's going on. Yes, sir. You could be listening to any podcast in the world right now, but you're here with us. Bless up. Pro, we are back. Uh huh. Episode number Reggie McKenzie 67. 67. I said 66. Okay, okay. 67, man. It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for a little perspective, we are uh, in California, mm-hmm. West Coast time. It's currently two in the morning. <laughs> Me and Montana <laughs> Pro just came home from the bars. Thought we'll hit you guys with a uh. A, an album review, yep. a new episode. We thought it was appropriate. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited because today we are reviewing the new JID or GID album. JID, JID. JID? Yep. JID, The Never Ending Story. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get into that, but to do some quick house cleaning, shout out uh, Cousin Flip. Mm. Shout out All Good 21. Yes, sir. Shout out Silver Magic. Shout out Skateboard J, a.k.a. J. Farrow. Mm-hmm. Shout out Bomber 424. My And guy. shout out Maxi Boy uh, 08. Yes, sir. And, uh, and just so in case you guys don't know what we're shouting out, these guys dropped a review on the podcast. Yes, sir. And uh, we appreciate it because that really helps us grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, Silver Magic asked a couple questions. And uh, What did he say? Let me shoot it your way, Lance the Pro. All right, what's up, Wilgo? He says uh, he wants to know how many times we listen to an album before we review it. Mm. And personally, I listen to an album about 10 to 12 times. Okay. What about you, Lance the Pro? Minimum? Minimum to get like a good review, fuck at least five to six. Minimum, <laughs> minimum. Yeah. But like on average, I'm gonna go with you about like ten times. And then he also asks if we take notes. Yes, we do. Of we course. Uh, we take a lot of notes. And saying uh, he he also asks us, are we sober or high while listening to the podcast? And I try to diversify my portfolio. <laughs> so sometimes I listen to it sober, and sometimes I listen to it while high. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and also, I also like to uh, listen to the uh, record the podcast high, or I like to report. Uh, record the podcast sober Mm -hmm. and uh i'll let you guys decide which one i am right now (laughs) (laughs) but uh vontae the pro what about you man you like to uh listen to new albums sober or do you like to listen to it i like i like to mix them up man because when i'm when i'm either or mind frame i just think different yeah so there's no i can't say that i'm one way or the other like i have to kind of like dibble and dabble so i i respect that question though yeah so uh <laughs> hopefully that answers your questions man uh, and, and uh I'll, i'm glad you asked it because i help i think it adds like some good pov for our audience yeah yeah and uh with that being said man we got this new jid album the never ending story and uh just in case Anybody don't know who this guy uh, J.I.D. is or Jin, mm-hmm. Monty the Pro, let's get into the background check. Let's do it. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. 
I just told you. That's who. The God J-I-D. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of the podcast, Mom to the Pro, I'm just going to call him Jid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I don't want to spell it out every time. Yeah. And so, uh, Jid, man, he's coming out of Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. He got his rap name from an abbreviation nickname his grandma used to call him, which is uh, Jittery. Mm. And so you break Jittery down, J-I-D, Jid, you kind of stretch it out. It works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in Atlanta, this dude been building a lot of buzz. He dropped a project called Debra- uh, DiCaprio EP. Mm-hmm. Which built some buzz out there in Atlanta. He worked with the group Spillage uh, Village. Okay, okay. And he dropped a mixtape. Pretty interesting name. It's called Bears Like This Too Much. That's... I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's got a weird. I never heard it, but it's been uh, growing out there. Uh, he got a lot of buzz off that mixtape. In 2014, Jid. Tagged along on the Absol tour mm. with his homie that was opening for Absol. He ended up meeting uh, other people off Dream Real, uh, Dreamville Records, mm. including Boss, who started showing uh, J. Cole Jid's music. And mm. uh, J. Cole was really starting to feel uh, his flow. He felt like uh, J. Cole felt like he missed on Kendrick Lamar. And there was a lot of comparisons from Jid to uh, Kendrick Lamar, so event- I, I, eventually he felt like this was his lane to kind of snag that. that spot. I can see that just off of delivery and personality. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah. So uh, eventually everything falls into place. Jid mm-hmm. lands a, a deal with Dreamville Records. Mm. And capitalizing on that uh, that momentum, man, he drops this this new album, Never Any Story, like real quick, like quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. And so today... Off the strength of J. Cole, <laughs> because I'm not going to lie, I've never heard of this guy, Jin. Uh-huh. We either. are going to review this album. Yes, sir. And with that being said, Montana Pro, how are you feeling about this guy, Jin? Did you have any I- feelings about this album or him as an artist before we got into it? <laughs> All right. Well, Gil, I don't want to sound like a hater, but going into this album... I could care less. Oh. I could care less. I didn't care about the artist. I didn't care about. I didn't give a shit about his story. I didn't <laughs> even know. I didn't know if this was an album or a mixtape. I didn't like the title "Never Ending the the Never Story." Like I didn't like that title. I don't like the album cover. I didn't like those. <laughs> like seriously, damn, I'm, my Pro. I'm not trying to sound like a hater, but this is just me being. Just keeping it a buck. Like, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't even like the way how he looked or anything like that. The Damn. only thing that I knew that I liked about this dude, Jim, was he was signed to Dreamville Records. <laughs> which is J. Cole's records. Uh, J. Cole's label. You know, that's his record label. But I feel like the he's just the main reason why I gave this album and this artist a, a chance was because of J. Cole. Like, um, if, if, if he doesn't get that stamp... Um, from 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 them, I don't think I'm giving them a listen. Yeah, I don't think I'm listening to this album without J Cole saying this is Dreamville approved. <laughs> uh, uh, I swear, I don't think I don't. But but okay, so I just said a lot. Uh, some things that can be kind of sounding like hate, but we're not on the hate side yet. Will Gill, this is just me. This I really feel like it's not like a bad thing. I just didn't know shit about this dude. I didn't know shit about his story. I didn't know shit going into this. So uh, you know, like I'm I'm going into this open minded. But at the same time, I didn't know shit. So how can I like feel excited or like you know like um, unmoved about it? I just wasn't sure what I was gonna get into. But um, overall, like 
don't know. They, they, like, they, it's like when someone tells you that there's a new restaurant and and you know they they got these bomb ass burgers or whatever. Like in your head, you don't know. You don't know until you find out yourself. Like, oh, like if J. Cole tells you he has a restaurant and he just made a new burger called Jits Burgers, and you're like, oh, okay, I fuck with J. Cole by already. Like, I like that restaurant. He tells me he has a new burger. Another one. Another one, and I already like the classic one. I'm going to, at some point, I'm going to buy this burger. Word. You know what I mean? And that's, that's, that's kind of like how I got into this album. Like, I slowly, like, I slowly made my way into it, but... Overall, if I had to be honest and just keep it, you know, a buck, like, I just felt like I went to this, like, blah. Like, ah. Okay. You know, it is what okay. it is, you know? That's fair enough. Uh, wh- what about you, Will Gale? I know you are, you are a fucking OD J. Cole fan. Okay. So, with the moment you heard that J. Cole's artist is coming out with a new album, wh- what were you thinking? Okay, um, let me get a friend of everything you're saying right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And say, uh, currently, J. Cole is my favorite rapper of the new age rappers. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say they were falling asleep during J. Cole's new album. But I love that shit, so fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with J. Cole signing artists, I kind of have a hit or miss relationship with that uh, mm-hmm. process. What you mean? Boss, I really enjoy Boss as a rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick, I found Kendrick Lamar through J. Cole uh, oh, when he was talking about him earlier in uh, J. Cole's early career. He okay. used to bring up Kendrick Lamar all the time. And that's kind of how I found Kendrick Lamar as an art- artist. So those are two artists alone that I really fuck with heavy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That got yeah. the J. Cole stamp and uh, it worked out. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, some of J. Cole other artists that are on the label and especially with the Dreamville uh, mixtapes, like I just am not feeling it. Like I'm just like <laughs> these is really just like homies riding on the coattails. So Yeah. That that uh that stamp of approval from J. Cole is not writing a hundred at this mm. moment. I would say it's writing about sixty forty in his favor. Because the 60 is such a huge swing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, right now, if you're signed to Dreamville Records, uh, Dreamville Records, and you drop an album, mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything I can as one half of this podcast to get you <laughs> an album review on this uh, on this platform because uh-huh. I, I trust the stamp right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, going into this JID, man, uh, everything was very in the air because I've never heard a JID project. Uh-huh. I've never even heard him as an artist. <laughs> I do not enjoy the movie, the never ending, the never ending story. So mm. there's that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't enjoy the the album cover when I first saw it, like aesthetically. Like I just saw it and didn't think anything of it. Yeah, the yeah. The name Jid, I just kind of was like whatever with it. Yeah. Who's this? So there's a lot of signs when I'm hopping into this album raw. Yeah, yeah. Raw dog, no condom. <laughs> that I felt very vulnerable with. <laughs> and so I'm trying to give this album a fair shot. Yeah. But uh, going into this, man, I'm going in very open-minded. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give J. Cole the benefit of, a, of the doubt with the stamp of approval through him. And with all that being said, man, uh, this Jid album has 12 tracks 40 th- minutes the never ending story 40 minutes and with that said on city pro uh do you want to get into our highlight records of this album all right let's do it man and tell them to bow down to me and greatness well they ain't never do what i do they wish they could do what i do all right Vontae the pro it is time to bow down to the 
greatness. Yes, sir. Of this album. We have 12 tracks, Von to the Pro. Is there a highlight record do you want to get into? All right. Um, when I got into this album, The Never Story. Um, oh, Never the, Story. I thought it was a never ending story for some reason. The never ending story sounds like more appropriate. Yeah, or it sounds like yeah. it makes more sense. But uh, according to him, this is what he wants to do. But <laughs> when I got into this album, it was a song that stood out to me. And it was towards the back inside. Uh, track number nine. 8701 featuring Six Black. Uh, Is his name Six Black or is it just Black? I always was confused (laughs) with that. Um, I've heard him do interviews. He he introduces himself as Six Black. So I respect him on that. (laughs) Give him respect on his name. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Track number nine, man, I swear, um, my first impression on track number nine, 8701, is um, this song is masterful, man. This this song is great. This song is like the holidays. It's (laughs) short and sweet. And, and, And this record, okay. So if you look at it on paper, it's only a minute and fifty one seconds. But I just I just I just like how this song sounds. Like it, it just goes straight to the point. Fif- the first fifteen seconds of eighty seven oh one, I just hear Braggadocious bars. The first the very first line I hear from 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 Six Black, your best shit ain't better than my worst yeah. shit. Ooh. And, and, and and it's what I like even more about okay so we, we're getting this braggadocious bars but then we got this gritty bass line along with this lively guitar I just knew it was going to be special I just knew like just 20 seconds into the song this song is different this song is special and um, you know like I said like Six Black he's from Atlanta he's, he's one of the artists that's on here he's an up and coming artist and to me and I feel like to most people like Six Black he's mostly known for his R&B and trap and flow and singing ability but it was weird because he had like a solid verse on 8701 I just felt like it was easy to follow I felt like his verse just stayed on point like I was able to like follow everything and get what he was trying to get and I understand he set the tone and, and, and everybody else, like I don't say everybody else, but just um, uh, Jid had to follow up on this. So I really, really, really like this song. The subject matter of the song, the bottom, you know, layer of the song is pretty much saying like working towards being great and and, and not letting a check define you. So it's just like pretty much saying like work to be greatness and, and everything else kind of like happens, you know. So nine times out of ten. When any artist, any anytime I hear a song like this, I'm going to be fucking with the topic, <laughs> like, like like when you when you just lay it out like that. But going back into Jid, like just him himself, I felt like on 8701 he comes on the second verse and he's also on the last hook and he just came with so much strong personality and and then just a quick a quick little break like I'm thinking about it right now like. I really liked how, like, the beat and the production builds as the song slowly progresses. Like, when Jay comes on there, when he's when he's spitting his first four bars, which I, what I can't really recite right now, but I feel like overall when it, what I remember about the song is, like, the beat breaking down, the flipping down, and, and just, like, the first four bars were, like, very interesting. And like, this song is only a minute and 51 seconds, but it grabbed my attention, and that's the most important thing a song could pretty much do. And, 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 and uh, one thing I really liked about this song and I felt like this was so such a dream built thing Jid is telling us the same thing J. Cole has been telling us this whole time and that is that pretty much like you know like get it together be better than good and be great (laughs) but no matter how great you think you could be you can never be greater than him you can never be greater than your him. best shit ain't better than my worst shit. It just, it, it, and that's the same thing that Cole been saying. Cole has been uplifting us this whole time, telling us, you know, reach for the stars. But he's letting us know, motherfucker, I'm at the moon. 
I'm at the moon right now. <laughs> so so even if you reach for the stars and you think that you're there and you think that you accomplished something, guess what, motherfucker? I'm on a whole other planet. So I, I I liked it, man. I just liked it. I liked the subject matter. I liked I like how it motivates me. It pushes me forward. It makes me think about myself. It's relatable. And I just fuck with it from top to bottom. I highly recommend giving this song a listen. Track number nine, eighty-seven oh one featuring Ooh. six black. Will Gill. Tell me you fucking with that song. Yeah, man. A uh, couple of things. What's One, that? I love the bass line and the 808 that carries that record. Mm-hmm. It's simply just nasty. Mm-hmm. You just can't help but to vibe out to it. The back end of that record where Jid starts like playing with his flow and really starts uh, like uh, getting choppy with it, I get excited. And uh, surprisingly enough, like the song just kind of ends like abruptly. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just with the title alone, 8701, being a, a kid, I'm 26. <laughs> not, I'm not a kid, but I'm an adult. <laughs> but I, I'm 26 year old. Yeah, I yeah. grew up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my peak was in the early 2000s. You had a couple errors. And uh, you know what the early 2000s was? What was that? That was Usher's time. <laughs> and uh, if, if anybody knows anything about uh, Usher, Mm-hmm. Is that uh Usher has an album called 8701. Yeah, yeah, he does. And uh I was kind of curious when uh I saw that title and I was like, "Oh, what's this about?" What's 8701 because Usher made a whole album about 8701. Yeah, and I yeah. think it did justice. Like that song's good enough to where it could mm-hmm. borrow from the Usher timeline for an album and uh it does the title justice the song solid all around and uh yeah man i fuck with that track heavy i liked how you brought up usher because i definitely thought something too especially because like six black he he benches it once the beat drops he talks about like uh burn one like usher something yeah. something it's a new one and the the, the title 8701 it, it has like a it's a double entendre one of the reasons why I know that he dropped it was because 8701 came out in August 7. Yeah, yeah, August 7, 2001. 8701. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another reason why I heard um our scene on the on the internet is that Usher started when he first started making music. He came out in 1987, and when this album came out, it came out in 2001. Damn, Von Taylor it's Pro with the chance. Yeah, it's like a double entendre right there. So, honestly, what I'm really trying to say is like... 8701. 8701 is a special time and a special, you know, like, uh, title. So, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like, what is this going to be about? And I felt like it delivered something special. And I, did, I felt like it was very good. I felt like this is like different four out of five for me Word. so um when i got into this album i definitely liked this song i'm happy you liked it too but once you got to listen to this unknown artist to yourself <laughs> i'm gonna call him unknown because i get this time you didn't know what did you what did you take from this album what was your favorite yeah man i want to highlight track number 11 somebody somebody and okay. um look man as soon as this record opens up with the jazzy tones with like the first five seconds of the record mm-hmm. i was like you know what <laughs> this is probably going to be my highlight record. <laughs> and uh, the rest of the song just proves me right. Mm-hmm. The hook on this record is holding like the perfect balance of like what Charlemagne will say is uh, the perfect balance of righteous and ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody got to love somebody. Everybody got to fuck somebody. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to jug somebody. Be something. Don't be nothing. Mm. And uh. That's that balance of life, man. You know, you gotta you gotta balance the good with the bad. 
And uh, I just love the way, like, the hook rings off on this record. It really catches your ear. And, like, you're kind of just like, what the fuck is he talking about? Mm -hmm. And then you kind of realize, like, you know what? He's kind of (laughs) right. And I I really like that experience of this song. And Jid on this record is simply flowing over this instrumental like water and what i mean by that is like every word he's saying is like perfectly fitting the song mm. and it's just like i see that too yeah and on this record jit jit is just uh swagging out but like in a cool subtle way he's uh hitting us with bars like uh it's like a quiet as it kept i've been sick I've been the sickest for a sec. And it's just mm. like, just like subtle, like cool shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like you could listen to the song like five times and not even catch that bar because yeah, like yeah. it's just like one of many. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like yeah, that's yeah. like the realest, coolest thing about Jid is just like he'll hit you with something like cool, quick, clever. Mm-hmm. And like, damn, you didn't even realize it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. uh, and proving he's just like dropping like ear catching bars all throughout the record. He uh, has this one of my favorite lines where he says, "The rap game's like uh, checkers and chess. I'm trying to make a monopoly." And on his second verse, he mm-hmm. uh, drops one of my favorite bars on the albums when he says, "What's my sound?" I tell him not nothing in particular. I'm blowing this purple till I feel purple and dickler. Mm-hmm. Uh, purple and dickler. Like I can't even say it, bro. Like yeah, that yeah, shit is yeah, so yeah, clever because I'm not a I'm I'm not a rapper. <laughs> you know, but like a lot of the shit that he sang on this record just sound like real cool and like laid back. It's effortless. It's uh his flow is just like really like it is like laid back in a cool way. Like I don't want to compare him to Biggie just to like be comparing him to Biggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the last time I heard a flow feel this effortless and so ear catching at the same time was when I was listening to Biggie. Ooh. And so if you want to hear a record where someone's just like effortlessly killing like a record, yeah. hop into track number 11, somebody, and you just be like impressed with the skill set of this guy, Jid. And uh, man, I got to say, what he's pulling off on majority of these records is truly something special. Mm-hmm. Technically, these are not the greatest songs of all time, but uh, skill set wise, like... It's pretty impressive what this guy Jed is pulling off. And uh, if you want to hear somebody murder a record, <laughs> hop into track number 11, somebody, and uh, you'll hear something special. Track number 11, somebody. Will Gill. Just thinking to myself right now, first thing I want to say, if he, if he keeps making music like this, he's definitely going to be around for a while. Yeah. If he keeps making music like this, this is a well-made song with a tailor-made production that goes around with it and i just think that it's catchy and has it just has tons of substance and i i i, I like that i like when you listen to artists you can learn something about them yeah and and, 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 and like after the song turns off like you can you can realize i learned a couple things about about this guy right here and i and and, and i just liked how you can just pretty much like just learn things from an artist because sometimes when the artist comes out and does a song, it just kind of like goes on, goes with the wind. It's just like water under just the bridge. One of many. And one of many, exactly. But like he says certain things, and I just like how he's telling us about his experience with college. I like how he's rapping about you know just not just wanting money, and he just like especially just talking about the money. He's saying he wants his money. Yeah. He doesn't want he doesn't want nothing more, nothing less. He just want what's his. And I like how you brought up like what you said on the second. Verse about you know um he doesn't saying he doesn't necessarily have a air quote sound to him but i just feel like it, it's just dope and i and i like the last thing he did like on this verse was like how he shouted out j cole and oh yeah that was nice yeah yeah and, and we just, born sinners shout out to j cole yeah yeah exactly and they just like really dope to me this song right here 
It's like just chicken and vegetables. It's fucking good for the the soul. Good for the soul. Good for the soul. Good for good for the soul. So I really fuck with track number eleven. Somebody is a definitely uh, check out. Word, word, word. And with that said, Lonzo the Pro, do you want to hop into the general side of this podcast? Let's get it. This is special cloth alone. A lot of special cloth, Monte the Pro. We got 12 tracks, but I feel like uh, this guy, uh, Jid, is kind of packing it in. Yeah. And uh, Monte the Pro, do you have any uh, tracks you want to bring up before uh, we move on? You know what? I never thought that I was going to be talking about this album. I never thought I was going to be talking about this artist. I never thought I was going to be talking about this guy. Are you going to bring on track number three? I think I'm going to talk about track number three. Never. <laughs> All right, go ahead, you see where I was pro. going? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so track number three, never. Um, first thing I want to say about that, it's uh, the lead single. The beat is just ferocious, man. The beat is just so ill. I like the little effect that they put on his vo- uh, voice during the hook. It, I felt like it just gave it more life to the actual record. And I just feel like this song, what's dope about it is it puts the whole album in perspective. And it's still um, an amazing record on its own. Sometimes when people make like, this isn't necessarily a self-titled track because the album is called The Never Story and this song is called Never. So, but like... Um, sometimes people can kind of ruin it for, you know, like it could be, it, it, it only makes sense when it's, when you listen to the album, but when you listen to the song by itself, it makes sense by itself. So I like that it's able to do that to me. I feel like this is like the, such an easy listen, very relatable, has, uh, just, just vicious. The instrumental is just nuts. This is, (laughs) this is to me is one of my top five favorite songs on this album his flow is on point he sounds like he's just freestyling off the top of the dome like how you say like with biggie like he's just like he's just going effortless exactly exactly and and just track number three just never disappoints so yeah what about you do you like you like you like track number three yeah first i want to say i'm not the hugest fan of the first half of that song just because like sonically i don't like that instrumental and i don't like that sound in music which is like which is a big sound in atlanta yeah yeah a lot of people fuck with just because it's so heavy and dark but i can appreciate how sick it is especially with his flow man like never be shit never done shit never done. and like the way he's flipping that shit like just for the fact that i sonically don't like that type of music yeah but i could listen to it just because like his flow is almost like a piece of the instrumental it's like it's really something special mm-hmm. i can't put my finger on or like what really makes it tight but look man mm. the second half of that song is hip hop straight up? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, with the beat switch, like it really deserves like a 1990 like hip hop moment when mm-hmm. it comes on because the beat switch is just fucking nasty. Jid again is just hitting us with like attention catching flow. Uh, he has this like one line that like I just love like it's stuck in my head a lot of times like I'm just saying it out loud for no reason where he says uh, what you call a chick that don't suck dick. You don't. <laughs> and, like, I just love that line, man. It's just, like, that is truth. And then, uh, <laughs> These are facts. Yeah. And the second half of this record is just simply perfect. The only part that I, I don't like about this song is that the second half isn't longer. Mm. And, uh, Jin, man, this guy flow is just fucking hip-hop. I heard, uh, I heard an interview that he said that made me kind of appreciate this, um, this song a little bit more. And what happened? He said the first half of this song... It's supposed to feel like uh, like everything's holding against you. Like you don't feel like any hope. Like you feel like you're being held down. Yeah. And then when the beat switch, it kind of feels like hope. 
prosperity mm. and then like you get in that breath of fresh air and then when you put in that perspective of the interview it's like that song really does give me that feeling i just didn't realize that i was feeling it mm. and uh with that being said if you don't like that song keep that in mind when you re-listen to it but that's track number track number three never and uh it, it's it's pretty fucking interesting. I'll give it that. It's not one of my favorite songs, but it's definitely in- something to interesting. talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I like that. I like that. Uh, let's stay on the on the uh, interesting things. And I feel like that. Uh, there's two songs on here that are interesting, and they're only interesting because this is what I was looking forward to when I got to this album. Okay. And, and these are two songs. I, I can clump them together. These two songs were interesting because they were produced by J. Cole. Oh, which two <laughs> songs are that, Vontetta Pro? Uh, Division, track number five, okay. Earth Gang, and also track... Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> gang, 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 gang. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and track number 12, uh, Ladder? Louder? Louder. Louder. Louder, okay. So, I feel like, um, just talking about track number five and... Division. Just old, the, like, I just liked how, like, these songs are produced by J. Cole, man. And I liked how, like, when... It's not. It's one thing to just get the stamp. It's one thing just to be like you stand next to him. It's it's something so much more when he believes in you and he's producing the sound. This is these two beats could have been on J Cole's album. Yeah, easily, easily, especially louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louder, louder, really fucking jumps the fuck off. Exactly. Like when you get to the last song of the album and uh, halfway through in your head, now I've been back and back and forth, like. It hits hard. Yep, yep, and it leaves you wanting more. And what's dope about track number seven? Um, I had to look up the latter uh, definition, and it pretty much means praise or glorification. So okay. I, I fuck with that meaning that this is the last song, and he's just giving praise and glorification on this whole thing, like. This shit, like I said before, short and sweet like a fucking Jolly Rancher. I swear it's fucking good. <laughs> and and just rewind just a tad bit. Track number five featuring Earth Gang, like those aggressive drums, jazzy bass, and Crit. just those few little background sounds that like J. Cole put in there are just dope. Lyrically, this song is hitting at a perfect 10. Uh, the flow on Jid mixed with his metaphors and punchlines. Like, I just felt like this shit was so unique. And and, and I don't want to skip out on Earth Gang because I feel like I'd just be throwing hey. some disrespect on them. But I want I wanted to say, like, uh, Earth Gang, uh, Dr. Dot, and Johnny Venus. Interesting names. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a mouthful for sure. Yeah, for sure. And they keep it at Earth Gang. But um, they deliver great verses, and I felt like they felt hungry. And I feel like anytime. I mean, like, it, it, it makes me think about this. Like, they're hungry and they're, like, trying to, like, flow for a deal. And I can't be mad. Like, I'd be really fucking happy as an MC to say I rapped over a J. Cole beat. Yeah. Man. An original J. Cole beat. Um, I would just be hella hungry. I would try and do my best. And I feel like that's exactly what they did. So, I like these two together. I want to just let's clump them together because they got the... the, the Exclusive J. Cole step of approval. You know what I mean? Word. That makes sense. Uh, with track number 12, Louder, um, it's really nice to have an ending uh, song on the album really just like hit you in the face like that. Yeah. Like it's a really embraceive song. Uh, the hook is contagious. And a great production by J. Cole. Mm -hmm. And uh, track number five, Division. Uh, the Earth Game verse that he drops on there is fucking clever as shit. Like, yeah. if you're, like, just listening to the words that he's dropping, the gems, the metaphors, the wordplay, like, Earth Gang is really fucking dropping some shit. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
if and if you don't understand how clever Jid is as an artist, mm-hmm. you could just look at the the track name Division and realize how clever he is because mm-hmm. it's like D slash Vision, yeah. and that's how you get the name Division. It's like just that alone because you yeah. kind of show you like how clever he is as an artist and like how kind of like subtle but super smart everything he is doing throughout this album is and that's just like one sign to show you like this man's the truth i agree man um all right so that those are two of my tracks that i wouldn't put on my favorite but uh, definitely a song i would talk about but did you have any songs you want to talk about yeah man i got on a the couple general side? um i want to hop into track number seven all bad mm, okay. and um to me this song is simply like one of the realest songs i've heard in a long time yeah you know yeah. like the uh the phrase like you want to know the truth you can't handle the truth like this is this song is like the embodiment of that phrase Mm -hmm. anybody that's been like in a real relationship knows that there's times where you can't tell the truth to your partner because you can't like the title of this song says it's all bad (laughs) and uh i like that this song even brings up when uh all the facts are even there the evidence doesn't matter and that's when you get like the the three rules of cheating monster the pro. Oh, shit. you know what the three rules of cheating are? Sell me the game. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how fa- how many facts are stacked against you, mm-hmm. they are all alternative facts until you confirm them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, seriously, this song is like a super mature record on relationships that like most people deal with in their everyday life. And it's nice to hear Jid like flex his versatility on the record and uh, showing us that he could do more than like spit ear catching flows because on this record it's like very slowed down. He's harmonizing for most of this record. He's not even rapping. Yeah. And it still jumps off as like a very solid record with like very clever writing, uh, very mature writing at that, and uh, very relatable as a song. And uh, all bad track number seven. Man, I was really into that record. Yeah, what about I, you, I, I'm Pro? just excited. I feel like we just had to talk about this song this song to me on track number seven i feel like is the most meaningful songs one of the most meaningful songs on this album it, it's just the opposite end of the stick i mean like like for for us men like we try and tell our girl the truth but sometimes they just ain't ready for yeah it. they just ain't ready for it and i just love how it repeats like you can't handle the truth <laughs> you can't handle the truth i yeah. fuck with that and like this song like it, it it just it just dope. Like I feel like this is something I would expect, like subject matter wise, from like a Chris Brown or something like that. Yeah. But I feel like it's too mature for Chris Brown, man. Right. It's like right. What makes this record so special is how mature it is. Like this is mm-hmm. one of the most grown man record without being like this is a grown man record. Yeah. <laughs> like songs I've ever heard. Yeah. Jid had it. He he held it down for the real niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I fuck with track number seven, but the um that was one of the last songs I would uh, I would uh, definitely talk about on the positive side. Uh, do you have any more you want to talk about? Yeah, man. Um, I want to real quick. I want to bring up track number eight, underwear. Mm. <laughs> underwear. <laughs> underwear. <laughs> and look, man. I'm not in front i don't know what the fuck this song is talking about <laughs> but for the sole fact that everything tone wise on this song is telling me like this record is supposed to be hard as fuck mm-hmm. jid still has the balls to simply like put an underwear joke in the middle of this song and kind of like make that the heart of the record yeah and just for that sole fact this song will forever be tight to me <laughs> i don't know what the fuck is like in the water of like atlanta right now 
but like nobody can deny that Atlanta really has the juice right now. Yeah. You got artists like Yachty, Migos, 21 Savage, Jid, <laughs> Young Thug, Future, Killer Mike with Run the Jewels. It's like all these big group of artists with like unique sounds and they're all so different. It's like pretty amazing. And I bring up that point to say Jid is just like another example of like Atlanta's uniqueness. Mm, it's crazy how like big of a diversity like group that Atlanta is putting out. Like this guy Jid sounds like Andre three thousand mixed with like ignorant levels of like future, and it's like mm. amazing to get shit like this, man. Yeah, it's good balance. Yeah, and I, I'm just really impressed with like Jid's like ninja style flow. Mm. Where everything seems so effortless, but like if you pay attention, you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. There's what, metaphors. What and the pipe fuck lines. this dude is saying is crazy. Yeah. And um, we're, I I don't want to bring up like just like a whole bunch of tracks, but like, uh, her, her, hereditary is fucking fire. Um, Edit and Eddie is tight, and like uh, Hoodbooger is tight, and like Hoodbooger. Mm. It's just filled with some of, like, the best bars I've heard, like, in the album in a while. Like, just some of the coolest, like, laid-back, subtle shit I've ever heard. Well, on Hood Burger, like, he's saying, like, dope shit. Like, yeah, too many hoes be on my D-I-C-K. I run the game like B-I-C-K. Mm. You ain't talking shit. No habla inglés. I can <laughs> cock back Panda replay. Like, <laughs> bro, like, shit like that sounds fly as fuck. Like, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it sounds tight. And then, like, even on the hook on that song, like, he's saying, like, things that are, like, super relatable. But at the same time, just subtle. But like that's what makes it so amazing. Where he says, "Boy, I'd be happy. Imagine if I got it." Mm. And like that one bar, like just has so much behind it. Yeah, yeah. That like, if you hear it, it could also like mean nothing to you. Mm. But at the same time, have so much behind it. And yeah. like that's what I feel is powerful about Jid. Where it's like he has these bars where, depending where you are in life can mean a lot different to you yeah yeah and that uh that like subtleness about him really makes him tight and uh he also on hood burger he has one of my favorite lines where he says uh i probably popped me a nah she probably popped her a molly and she just a hood burger but she probably claims she exotic the only thing that's exotic is all the weed in my pocket but she fine <laughs> like bro, like it's just like some of the coolest shit i've ever heard and the uh, jits flow is just like Seriously, like amazing. Like I, I don't want to constantly like uh, compare him to Kedrick because I see he's getting like all those comparisons lately. Yeah, yeah. But like seriously, the last time I heard a flow so effortless and so unique was when I was listening to like Biggie for the first time. Mm. Was like this feeling that I'm getting when I'm listening to Jed. Like this motherfucker is like a a a, a, a flow ninja. <laughs> he's coming in fucking scissors through and like. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like yeah. he makes a lot of songs that are relatable, songs that you could like. Uh, the, the production has passion behind it, aggressiveness, and it's at the end of the day, all these songs are kind of fun. Yeah, so and, and, I and, like that. And it has like this weird, great balance to it, where it's like ignorant but smart, mm. but like, uh, but like has this like weird greediness about it, but it's like refined at the same time, and yeah. uh. It, it, it it's a very interesting balance that Jid is pulling off on this album. I agree, man. I I think you said it the best. So um, 
now we got all that sweet good shit out the way. Yeah. You like, ready to get some hate, 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 hate? Yeah, like my man Vontae the Pro would say, uh, you ready to get into this ignorant shit? No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody. Like, at all. Nobody. So, it's very sweet. Alright! Oh, Man, Monte the Pro. I feel like I gotta push it out of you, but you want me to go first? Let me go first. Let me go All first. Right, let, you, let, let me do it. Let me. All right, you set it up, man. Let, yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me see if I can give okay. you the alley oop, or this is just not this is a break. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> go ahead, Monte the Pro. So when I listened to this twelve track album by Jit, the Never Story, there was um. It was slim picking on figuring out what was the worst. Okay. And so it made me think about what I always tell myself. What was I the most disappointed with? If I'm not disappointed with the whole song. It was kind of tough, but I'm going to just keep it a little bit short. Uh, track number one, Doo-Wop. That song, that song needs to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> track number one needs to get the fuck out of here. Every time I listen to track one, I feel like I'm wasting a minute and 15 seconds of my fucking life every time. And okay, that sounds light. That sounds like, oh, it's just a minute and 15 seconds. He's over-exaggerating or whatever. That shit adds up, my nigga. That shit adds <laughs> up. Like, like, just listen to this album as many times as we heard. Like, dog, that's we're, we're missing... Out on time of our life, I don't listen to this bullshit ass song. Like the first twenty seconds of this song, I felt like it felt like it was the first time these niggas were in the studio, like ever. Everyone's a star. Yeah, but even before that, oh, hey, uh, hello, we on? Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, we just wasted twenty minutes of our fucking life listening. I don't even know this this fake authenticity. Like they're trying to make it seem like it's all like just happening in the moment, but it's not. Charlemagne, we live. Like, like, we lie, Charlamagne. Come on, bro. Like, this shit is, like, really fucking with me. Every time I listen to this song, I just feel, like, mad disappointed. And the reason why I feel really fucking disappointed is that, like, I I told myself, don't even give this nigga a chance. You should not You should not fuck with this nigga. Only reason why you are pressing play is because Will Gill said, listen, nigga. And I listen to this shit right here, Will Gill, and I get disappointed every time I get to it. <laughs> like I said, like, why the fuck are you playing around so much? Like, like I don't even care that you're playing around. We got 20 fucking songs in this. That's what it's like. We got 40 minutes, like, runtime on here, 12 tracks. There's no, there's no room for error. No. There's no room no. for error. And as soon as this album starts, it's not, like, if I, was, if I was a teacher, I'm giving the, the, I'm giving the first track an F. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm doing. This first track failed all the way around. So I'm I'm being kind of picky, but kind of not at the same time. Like I just not fucking with track number track number one doo wop. I get what they were trying to execute. I I get why I get why they wanted to do it because I felt like this is what they wanted to do. But I did. I barely wanted to listen to this album. Why the fuck are we playing games already? Like I just don't understand. So. For me, if I had to get one song the fuck out of here, it's track number one. Yeah, you know what? I I agree with you a lot because um, that would have been one of my things that I brought up of this album that I feel is just kind of off. And where where I think what you're trying to say is like, Doo-Wop is such a weird record because it doesn't sound like anything on the album. But like, not in a good way. Where it's like, oh, you know, he's showing us different things. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he showed us his versatility, like uh, the singing in uh, Hereditary. He showed us his singing in 8701. He showed us, like, his harmonizing in uh, All Bad. Yeah, yeah. And with doo-wop, like, tone-wise, um, 
note-wise, uh, the writing of that song is just kind of weird. It feels like, uh, it, it honestly feels like J. Cole kind of wrote that song, like, in a weird way, and, like, put it on the JID album, and it's, like, it's just kind of there, and it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And me and you are experiencing JID as the first time. Mm. And when we hear that record, I felt very thrown off with, like, my experience of the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got back to listening to this album, like, my fourth and fifth, sixth, seventh time, I literally just started skipping the first song because I felt like it kind of ruined my experience of the rest of the album. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so different tone-wise that it really seems like that song doo-wop really sets the rest of the album up to fail yeah yeah so i get what you're saying with it because like it kind of like the opening song kind of delivers a promise of the rest of the album that yeah. like you really don't get mm-hmm. it's like uh it's like really out of left field for an opening song and uh to extend on your point man my dislike song on this album would be track number two general Oh, okay. And okay. uh really man, after Doop, which I I agree with you, like it just seemed like a weird filler that like just kind of ate up a minute and 15 seconds for like no reason. Yeah, yeah. And then we get into General, which is really like the first opening track where I'm getting a fill of Jid for like the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like yeah. I I don't know what I'm listening to. His bars are kind of going over my head. So now I feel like this album, like as a, a podcaster, as uh, as we're listening to this album, like critically, I'm like, this is not what I like to listen to. I don't like to listen to albums where I feel the the artist is giving me homework. <laughs> and I felt like general felt like homework to me. Like it's like wordplay that's going over my head it's like concept that's going over my head it's like all these things of a new artist that i'm i'm trying to enjoy your music i'm trying to get into your brand but why are you making it so hard on me (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like that's what i got with general and i just kind of care less for the music overall and that was pretty annoying and so general anytime i get a chance to kind of skip it i just wish it started with never and uh, doo-wop in general, I feel it gives a very bad start to a good album. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of annoying that the album kind of jumps off that way. So I agree with you, Vonsetta Pro. I kind of wish track number one, doo-wop, and I wish kind of uh, track number two, general, were kind of out the way. Yeah. That way I could kind of get a real feel who this guy Jid is as an artist. But, uh, you know, he's new. So maybe uh, yeah. we don't understand everything that's going on at the moment. But, uh... Those are the two tracks that I really wasn't feeling on this album. I, I, I feel like it's no surprise. Yeah. I feel like it's no surprise that you aren't fucking with this song. And it just makes a lot of sense all the way around. When you get 12 tracks, Will Gill, there's no room for error. Yeah. There's no room for nothing to sh- fall short. So I'm happy you've seen it yeah, too. Yeah, because I, really I was like, when we got to General, I was like, man, this is like really on some backpack rapper shit. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that in a good way. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, backpack means you doing homework, homie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> especially like uh, I don't dislike this song, but like I just don't really care for the verses individually. But hey, while we on the negative side, man, I didn't really fuck with the track Ed and Eddie. Ed and Eddie. I, I like the hook 
the hook really jumps off. Um, us being a '90s kids, we really fuck with Cartoon Network. Yeah, we really fuck with uh, you know Ed and Eddie. All I, you know, when I when he brings that song up, all I do is visualize like uh, jawbreakers in your, in, you yeah. know, in, in the side of your cheek. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I I fuck with the hook, and I really want to like the song, but like the hook is just like mixed with like just a whole bunch of like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, 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 and uh. Sometimes I hate when rappers try so hard to be smart because, like, not smart, but, like, uh, be clever. Because, like, I feel like sometimes they could be so clever that, like, nobody else catches what's going on. And I yeah. feel like sometimes he did that on Ed and Ed Eddie, but not so much. But with General and Doo-Wop, he for sure did that. I can see that. Um, I see what you mean because I would say, like, Ed, Ed, Ed Eddie is... I wanted to hate it, but I felt like because of the cartoon the yeah. and the hook, and I felt like, I was like, all right, why would I talk about this on the hate side? I get what he was trying to execute, but yeah, you know, yeah. He's, who, he's new. Yeah, who don't like a hook girl? Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And, and, then, you, and then you know <laughs> he's talking about two of his niggas, so it's yeah, like, all yeah, right, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard to hate it. All right, so you get all your hate out the way? Yeah, 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 man. All right, let's get to some ratings, man. From A to F, Will Gill. All right. What do you, what do you, what do you rate yeah, this man. out? Yeah, man, I feel like you've been taking the lead, so I'm going to take it on this one. All um, right. I feel like Jid was very promising on this album. Uh, he showed me, like, a lot of versatility. Like, for a rapper that is so kind of, like, like clever over the top uh his rhyme schemes is nasty his flow is like effortless like he's like a fucking rapping ninja mm-hmm. uh i felt like he wrote a lot of good songs usually like with rappers that are like this clever they have usually like a, a hard time writing songs mm-hmm. and i feel like he proved that with like songs like all bad uh hereditary and stuff like that where it's like oh you're really making constructive songs with like themes and like yeah, substance substance behind it. And so yeah, man, I really enjoyed this album. I would give it a, a C plus, man. I really Ooh. enjoyed it. I think Jid's very promising as an artist. And I I'm just gonna look forward to what he drops in the future. What about you, Vontetta Pro? Man, um well said. I feel a little bit different, but I don't feel too much different because I'm gonna give it a C plus as well. Um I feel like when I listen to this album, it it leaves me wanting more. It leaves me wanting more. It was a good album. I felt like I highly enjoyed it for something that I never thought I was going to listen to. I felt, you know, I, it gave me a lot of promise, and I felt like that's why the apple, you know, doesn't fall short from the tree as far as like the Dreamville camp. So, um, C plus, man, uh, good album, good album. Where, where, where? With that being said, Montana Pro, you want to get into our closing questions? Let's do it. <laughs> Sway, take a few steps back. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. All right, Montana Pro, man. I need some answers. All right. Montana Pro, you want to take this question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I want to ask you, Will Gill, before we get out of here. um, All right, so Will Gill, I know you're many of things, but I want you to envision yourself as a rapper. (laughs) Whoo. I want you you to envision yourself as a rapper. And if you were a rapper and you had the opportunity to sign to two record labels. Okay. And... Let's just say that the contracts were the same. Okay. Uh, would you rather sign to J. Cole's Dreamville label or would you rather sign to Drake's OVO label? Which one would you sign to? Oh, man. I think that's a, a clear, easy answer. I would sign to J. Cole's record oh. because um, I Why? think it, it's clear that J. Cole 
really hasn't put out an artist that is successful under him. Like, I don't know, one OVO. What's an OVO artist that's successful? Uh, Party Next Door? Yeah, but J. Cole takes all his best records. You mean, like, Drake, I don't, you mean Drake takes his... Yeah, yeah, uh, Drake takes all his best records. So, mm. like, I would rather be with an artist that believes in me without taking my records <laughs> and be with an artist that believes with me and takes all my best songs oh, so uh, i think that's a simple answer i would go with uh j cole for sure what about you man uh, uh, i know you a j cole uh, i mean a drake fan <laughs> you, you team light skin you signing uh you signing up for your canadian passport uh, the, onto the pro what you doing um over your crew nigga thought i told you I'm, I'm t- <laughs> all i'm trying to say is will gill is that um i need a i need a plaque I need a gold or platinum plaque, and I know if I felt like if I put out a solo album, if I was a rapper, especially the first one, it may or may not do it, but if I know if I sign with, with Drake, at some point, a plaque is going to happen. It's gonna, it's just going to say Drake on it, but you're going to get that <laughs> plaque, Montana Pro. It's just going to be Drake's song. As long as it says presented to me, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. It's I'm Drake's good. song, but you might have wrote it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm happy with that. I, I, I see what you mean because I feel like maybe it depends on if what type of artist that I am or whatever, but I feel like, yeah, I'm going OVO. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going over your crew. Thought I told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. With that said, being uh, with that said, Vonte the Pro. Let's go ahead and close out this album uh, review. Let's do it. If you want to let us know how you feel about this JIT album, the Never Story, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can find us at hhr underscore pie. We uh-huh. hashtag team follow back over here. So if you fuck with us, we fuck, fuck with, with you. you. Oh, <laughs> and you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, uh-huh. Google Play, uh, just a motherfucking whole bunch of platforms that we don't even know we're on. Just search Hip Hop Review Podcast. We probably everywhere. You know why? <laughs> because we everywhere. <laughs> so uh, Hip Hop Review Podcast, look us up. Make sure you drop a review. Uh, it really helps us out. And we have a GoFundMe account. Yeah. Uh, we trying to grow as a podcast. We want to do visuals. We want to uh, make our sound a little better. So if you have some change to drop, go ahead and uh, find us on GoFundMe and uh, help us grow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like overall, if you want to drop some chains or you want to drop a review, it's fine with us. <laughs> but as always, I am Vonte the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie, Will Gill. And this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast, and God damn, we're changing the podcast game. Another one. Let's go. <laughs>